eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good morning. It is Thursday, August 6th, and you're listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. I'm joined right now by Josh Pate, video extraordinaire at 24-7 Sports. Josh, it's been a while since we had you on, but I missed you. Yeah, it always seems like, um, well, it seemed like at the time we last spoke, something was going to happen to where our paths would cross again. And as a result, or instead, we had to wait like, I don't know, what has it been a month, month and a half. And now we finally have schedules all over the place, Big Ten most recently. So, hey, at least we have something to talk about. Yeah, uh, time has flown and we've got plenty of things to talk about. The ACC schedule comes out today on Thursday. We've got the Big Ten schedule, they came out yesterday. The AAC schedule came out. NCAA canceled D3 and D2. Fall sports, college football playoff, delayed its final rankings until December 20th. But I do think the story of the week, all that said, is going to be college football players opting out. We've already seen Micah Parsons, Penn State star linebacker, do it. Rashad Bateman, Minnesota star wide receiver, he did it too. And so did Virginia Tech star, yeah, you guessed it, cornerback Caleb Farley, who's a likely first-round pick in 2021. And, and, and Caleb was the first big-name, big-name domino to actually fall. And to, we're to the point where it's newsworthy that a big-time player wants to play in 2020, as was the case yesterday morning when the father of LSU wide receiver Jamar Chase told our own Chris Hummer that Jamar plans on playing, but I don't even want to put a definite number on how many guys have declared their intention to opt out as we get into this conversation, because by the time this podcast goes live Thursday morning, we probably have a few new names to add to the list. You always have good thoughts on this kind of stuff. I value your opinion. I want to know, do you think college football fans should be bracing for their favorite players to not be on the field this fall? I would just brace for the unexpected this year in general. You can just as soon brace for one of your star players not playing as you could brace for your week four game suddenly being canceled due to COVID concerns. Like all that stuff's on the table. What I've noticed, you can kind of draw it back into the scheduling since we were talking about that kind of in conjunction with opt-outs this week. You remember, Trey, how it seems like in early March, mid-March when things first started to go downhill and everyone started to go into quarantine. Remember how someone somewhere apparently said, well, you know, you can't play college football games in the fall if you don't have guys on campus, if you don't have students on campus. 
And that wasn't ever a mandate. It wasn't ever an edict that anyone handed down. It's just someone somewhere said it, and then everyone started repeating it. Well, it seems like the same way with opt-outs. It seems like someone somewhere said, if we have to push games to the spring, a lot of star players are going to opt out. And the insinuation was, as long as we have games in the fall, no star players are going to opt out. Well, that was never the case. It doesn't matter that you said it. It doesn't matter how many people you got to repeat it or retweet it. Reality is reality. Facts, just facts. And things go the way that they're going to go. And the way things are going is you got a few guys who were projected first rounders before a snap ever happened this season who were looking at things and saying, what's the difference? If we played in spring, if we played in fall, I want to maintain the integrity of my draft stock. I assume they've gotten feedback that satisfies uh, their concerns over where they would be taken. They've done a simple risk reward analysis. And to them, I'm not saying that it's going to pan out like this, but to them, uh, they have satisfied that the risk outweighs the reward of playing their, you know, third year, junior year, whatever the case may be, depending on who we're talking about. But there's a separate conversation here between, is it smart? Is it a proper way to maximize your value versus is it the safe choice? And the latter part falls into, really it all falls into personal preference, but the latter part really falls into personal preference that extends beyond just the sport, obviously. Mm. I got to say, I was wrong about most of this stuff. When Caleb Farley, the Virginia Tech corner, opted out, I figured this would be the biggest name. And I told Chris Hummer that last week on the podcast. I said, if you're competing for a spot in the college football playoff, I don't think you're opting out. And then sure enough, Micah Parsons proves me wrong because Penn State absolutely will be competing for a playoff spot this year. And now it's got me wondering, is just about every first round pick, Chase excluded, going to do this? Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, they'd surprise me if they opted out because of the nature of their position. I think they have something to prove. And even if they did get hurt this fall, they'd still be a top five pick or a top 10 pick. We saw that with Tua last cycle. Again, I was surprised that Chase wants to be a part of the season, Josh. But I wonder if this trend is going to be a gateway into the future for college football players to just outright skip their junior seasons regardless of COVID-19 because this is going to work out well for Parsons and Bateman and Farley. Players are going to see that they didn't play at all their junior seasons and were still first round picks. So I could see this being a, a thing or being a trend unless name image likeness, which goes into effect next year, is a big time success for college football. Yeah, I'm not really concerned about it like that at all. I think NIL has something to do with it. But even if we were to table NIL for a second, and we can't because it's coming and it's going to benefit um, the staying in school longer argument or pathway. But here's why I'm not really concerned about it. There are going to be guys, let's take Michael Parsons. Let's say he sits out this year, which he's announced that, or he will be announcing that he will do. And then let's say he goes top 10. Okay. That's something that pans out, but just as sure as that happens, there are going to be guys who either this year or in the future decide to opt out and the NFL draft will bear out that their draft stock, quote unquote, their mock drafts and projections didn't really marry up with what guys ended up being taken as in the draft. So in other words, if I'm a wide receiver right now, not Bateman, but if I'm a wide receiver at, at Michigan State or whatever, and I'm projected to go first round and I just decide I'm sitting out and then I go late second round in the next spring's NFL draft until the end of time, 
coaches are going to have those examples to put in front of players and say, look, if you're an elite, 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 top 10 lot guy, okay, that's one thing. But most people are not that. Most players are not that. And so there's a wide range of what this could be doing to your value and what your actual value could be as opposed to just what people are telling you your value is. And then that's when NIL comes in. Because I had a question on our Late Kick Extra podcast the other day that I'd not really thought about. But a guy asked me, will NIL entering the equation, and what we're talking about is name, image, and likeness, guys being able to earn money off of their name, basically. With that entering the equation, and guys being able to earn money off that, could you see guys stay in college longer? Now, I'd never thought about that before. And I certainly don't think that the top 10 locks are going to stay after their third year, regardless of what they're earning off their name, image, and likeness, because that pales in comparison to what they can make in the NFL off their signing bonus alone. However, think about this, Trey. Think about how many guys per year are on the fence about declaring for the draft. Any given year, we've got dozens of them who are on the fence. How many of those could potentially be swayed back the other way and staying one more year if they had tens of thousands of extra dollars in their pocket that they wouldn't have had in a previous lifetime? That's something to think about in conjunction with all this. I'm really not as concerned as a lot of people that I've seen out there about how this is going to have a huge ripple effect. Now, that's not to say it's never going to happen. You're going to have somebody this time next year, even if we're in a normal year, someone's going to opt out and they're going to cite Micah Parsons having done it successfully probably as the basis for their decision. But just as soon as we see that, I think we'll see a vast majority of guys stick it out for the three years and return to whatever normalcy will be in the future. The College Football Daily will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Josh, you're a Georgia guy. I'm just going to come right at you with it. What should your Peach State brethren Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence do? Well, are you asking the college football analyst? Are you asking me as their parent? Are you are you asking me as as stepping in their shoes and being the player? How are you asking me this? Hmm. Uh, someone who has their best interest at heart. I would. Um. Uh, to be honest with you, I would compete. I would play my junior year. I would not advise either one of them to sit out. But here's what I would do at the same time. This is not a decision that has to be written in stone in August. This is a decision that we can make in August and we can fully commit to the concept of playing just as conferences are right now fully committing with the schedules they're releasing to the concept of playing a season. But just as soon as we got the Big Ten schedule released on Wednesday, we also had several people from the conference saying, this doesn't necessarily mean we're going to have a full season. This is just us planning to have a full season. So if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I can get into week four of the season. And if things are really shaky and if I really feel unsafe about my situation, I can step out at that point. I can do the same if I'm Justin Fields or any other player for that matter. Right. But to me, there is a quality of competition. There always has been. Um, it is innate. And part of the DNA of what you're going to have to possess 
in order to thrive at the next level. I don't care how talented you are. You got to have that, that, those intangible DNA characteristics. And part of it, the very core of it really is integrity. And then the second part is competition. And I don't think the competitor inside you, even knowing that there's risk there, I don't think it just allows you to walk away. Business decision or not, I don't think it allows you to. And that's part of what I like about you if you're Justin Fields or if you're Trevor Lawrence. I think that's spot on. I think they know they could have a special year in store. They probably want to make it back to the playoff. Justin Fields probably wants to beat Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence probably wants to make his first trip to New York as a Heisman finalist. They've been building towards this their whole careers, and they're, they're always going to be linked together. And they do have injury insurances, and that's the, the whole thing is different than, than Micah Parsons. And I will say, I, I've noticed the conversation around Parsons, Bateman, Farley has been different than five-ish years ago when Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey were skipping bowl games. I think everybody, even message board fans, have come around on this. I was looking Tuesday night on Penn State's 24-7 sports uh, message board when the Parsons news began to leak, and I thought, they're going to have an absolute meltdown. And I, again, Josh, I was wrong. It was more so, hey, I don't blame Micah. Good for him. Go get that NFL paycheck. Yeah, but you ask yourself too, does that have something to do with already the abnormality that is 2020? Like so many things are different this year that at this point, think about how little resistance SEC fans had when the conference said just casually, oh, we're going to start the season September 26th. They just said, okay, whatever, great, as long as we're going to have a season. Well, in a normal year, if you were to announce hey, there is no pandemic. We're just going to start the last week of September. People would have marched on the Birmingham office with torch and pitchfork in hand. So similarly, with your star players sitting out, I think there's some people who have resigned themselves to the idea that anything we get this year is a bonus. Don't be mad at anything that happens. And so I saw what you did. I went to the same board you did, and I saw the same reactions you did. But I was asking myself as I was looking at that, huh, they seem strangely at ease with this decision. I wonder how much that has to do with just assuming that 2020 was going to be chaotic anyway, and this is just part of that ramification. Yeah, you're right when you say that. It's all, at this point, a bonus. And the rational person, again, cannot blame Micah Parsons for going down to Scottsdale or wherever he's going to go and preparing for the NFL draft and not having to jump through the loops or uh, the hoops to have to play this fall. You're getting tested a ton, three times a week. There's so many precautions. Your games might get canceled, postponed. You might be in limbo the entirety of the season. But as we look toward more players opting out, Josh, are we in agreement that the quality of play this year will be watered down? I think it'll be a case-by-case basis. I think you could see a very wide range, just as you've seen in recruiting. You've seen some of the major programs Uh, really wane during this time. You've seen some of them surge during this time. I don't see any reason to believe that on-field play will be any different. We said at the very onset of this or outset of this, hoop, loop, outset, onset, whatever. We said at the very beginning, naturally, some staffs are going to figure out the magic formula for working through this. Some staffs are going to be handcuffed to a bed rail and not be able to pivot because of this. And the result will ultimately be shown on signing day. But earlier than that, if we have a season, which it looks like we will, you will see it on the field. So what I'm saying there is 
you may have a game where a point spreads four and a half contending teams on the field and one of them gets beat 49 to 10. And that's something that you wouldn't see in the regular season in a normal year, but because it's not a normal year, literally everything is on the table. So you mentioned recruiting and Micah Parsons is a better player than Rashad Bateman heads up, you know, but the loss of Bateman to Minnesota, which will be more impactful because Penn state has two of their five-star types at linebacker on the roster. And Bateman's probably one of Minnesota's best players that they've had at least in the last 20 years. It's huge. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Anybody who was pumping Minnesota as having the ability to duplicate the success they had last year, the first four things out of their mouth were Tanner, Morgan, Rashad, Bateman. Those were the four names, first and last names that you heard out of their mouths. Well, all of a sudden you took Rashad Bateman out of the equation. And by the way, this is a guy who's probably starting for every major playoff contending team out there. So it's not just one of those Minnesota star players. It's a star player. There's a reason he's sitting out. It's because he's probably a lot to be a first round NFL draft pick, Minnesota or elsewhere. Yes, uh, safe to say that is a very huge deal. No one's overreacting there. Josh, I'll let you go. I think that wraps us up. You're such a good guest. We could talk for an hour about all of this stuff. And I know you've got a lot of video things to shoot, a lot of reactions to do, some shows to prepare for. We appreciate you coming on. All right. I'm headed back out to the College Football Daily uh, Studios lobby to eat the remaining cookies. It's always great to talk to Josh. Make sure you're following him at Late Kick Josh on Twitter. He's a fun follow, and he's also also you know good at promoting his work. He does a late kick show on twenty four seven Sports' YouTube page every Thursday night and every Sunday night. He does his podcast Late Kick Extra, which is an hour of college sports goodness every Wednesday afternoon. He helps host twenty four seven Sports' social distance series. He's always doing video reactions to this and that. It's been a great addition to the twenty four seven Sports team. I'm excited to see him in action this fall if we get some football. Anyway, thanks again to Josh. Our producer, Tiny Levitt, has done a great job putting this episode together and every episode together this summer. My name is Trey Scott. If you appreciate what we're doing, we've gone Monday through Friday every day this offseason. It's been pretty wild and pretty crazy to track in a year in which we've had less action than ever, but seems to have more news than ever before as well. Anyway, if you appreciate that, we would love a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts with a review. That just helps us helps us uh, out tremendously and, and please subscribe if you haven't done that yet either we will talk to you on friday for the next edition of the college football daily we'll have plenty of talk to talk about again the acc schedule comes out in full on thursday sec could be right around the corner and who in the world knows what else is going to happen Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 